So he's straight at the store. Two guys walked in. Yeah. Out of circa 1988 or 1992. One of them looked like kind of like a small axle rose. <laughs> he's about 35 pounds wet. Yeah. And the other guy's just looks homeless pretty much too. They wander around the store forever. And I ask them if I can help them and they act like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So finally they come back around. They still look lost. And at this point I can smell the pot on them. Heavy. Yeah. And I've never smelled pot, but I can definitely tell but that you they were covered in. And you, you smelled it before. Right. And so I was like, sure I can't help you guys with anything? And Yeah, you can. Uh, we're looking for Star Wars Stratego. And in my head I was going... You've missed that boat by about 14 years when the prequels came but out if there, buddy. Any, if any place had it, we your would place have it. would have it, I would think. Oh, wow. Well, you're a geek store. You've got games and you've got comics. Well, I said, are you looking for a used copy? And he goes, <laughs> whatever we can find, man. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> and I was just laughing. I was like, man, you're not going to have any luck on that. And then they, Axel Rose and his uh, compadre, they, they went out the door. <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah, my dad always used that excuse. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I never smoked it. But in Vietnam, uh, all the guys did. And I, I learned what it smelled like. <laughs> As I got older, I'm like, wait, dad was in Haight-Ashbury District of San Francisco in 1968. He went to the park and saw Janis Joplin and yeah, all those other people. It. He may not have. I don't know if he ever did, actually. Another cool story about the comic store. Yeah. Um, I had some magic players. They were obviously fairly... Large. At least no, oh. they weren't large. This one, I was actually tall. His girlfriend was cute, but they looked unclean, like most magic players. <laughs> you know, I just spent my $3 on this Divine Right card or my Emerald Dragon before. They're all kind of like addicts. They're like, oh, I've only got $5. Just give me one more back, man. This guy didn't understand. I need my hit. You know, he doesn't play on Friday Night Magic or anything else. He, just a casual player. Mm-hmm. But he was like, let me ask you a question. He's like, there's a card over here that came out in a Planes Chase set, which is a set that, you know, just came out yeah. a couple years ago. He said there was two of them in the, the deck. And he goes, now that card's $15 each. He goes, how does that work? He's like, <laughs> he goes, when the set was new, it was $30. And I said, yeah. I said, but as demand goes up for cards... They, the prices increase, mm-hmm. you know, until people stop paying that much for them. I said, so there must be a demand for that card. He's like, but there was two of them in that deck, and they're fifteen dollars each. He goes, so somebody could have bought that, and then sold these two for fifteen dollars and kept every other card. And I was like, yes. He goes, I just don't understand that. And I go, well, you buy a pack for four dollars. And you could get a $20 card out of it instantly. Yeah. No, I understand that. But how can <laughs> it? And I was like, do you not understand the demand for this card? No, you don't get it. If the company knows that, then why would they sell it like that? It, They'd hold on to them. We had a 15-minute discussion over this. Wow. And I kept going back to, like, the packs. I said, well, the packs are only $4. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get a card that some people would be willing to pay more for. I guess his, his argument is that it's a set deck. So, therefore, if they were worth more, then they should charge more, I'm guessing. I guess so, because he just, it was, it it's a blew his mind. And I was like, I said, but you got to remember, it came out two years ago, so there's none of those sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> and it just totally blew his mind. It's, I don't, I don't know. Tales from the comic shop, 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 shop. Yeah. 
Anyways. Yeah, I already hit record. Did you? Yeah. I'm sure people would love to hear that. And it's only about four minutes of rambling. No. Oh, talking bad about customers. <laughs> Do like, like an episode of Clerks. <laughs> oh, we should do that. We could make a whole new movie. <laughs> this episode's awesome. I heard this. I love my job except for the customers or whatever yeah. quote that was that I messed up. But next door is a medical clinic now, but there's also the Thai place. So you could have a, a Thai girl come in and barely speak English and make fun of you. The the Thai people do not deliver your food anymore, too. They if don't? you walk down there and order food yeah. and tell them, like, hey, I'm working the shop, and I just spent $12 on your overexpensive pad thai, mm-hmm. they will not walk it down for you. And they didn't – did they get new management or something? Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, they're mean now. Well, it's agents for you. Anyways, welcome to Both Down. Do we want to keep this as an opening? I guess. Because I don't know what episode this is. This is episode... 16, I think. I think it is 16. Why am I opening up a web browser? <laughs> I was going to go to the website. Aye, Not that aye, I have the aye. files on a computer or anything. Episode 16 of Both Down. We're really prepared. So welcome to Both Down, episode 16. The... The... Continue that, and I finish it. The number one Blood Bowl podcast. Now I will say, that's uncut... As oh, you can tell. Why don't you explain that to everybody? Yeah, so we had a couple people wondering, you know, do you do a lot of editing on these podcasts? I was like, yeah, I do. It takes me about, you know, three, five hours, something like that, just depending on the podcast. And some people in our home league kind of like said bullcrap on that. Mm-hmm. Didn't take, can't take that long. Yeah, so we're going to leave this one uncut. Totally uncut. Yes. You're not even cut out me coughing? No. That was where the majority of my time was, was cutting up Scott, <laughs> coughing, literally. So, so you caught me off guard by just going ahead and hitting the record button? Right, and he hasn't coughed yet. I haven't coughed yet, so now... It's a psychological it's... thing. Anytime we tell him that we're going to record, he has to cough. So yes, it's going to be completely uncut. See, there's a cough. <laughs> See, I know, he got killing it. me. But um, while it's uncut, I think we will make just a couple of stops just to save... Ooh. And there's a table hit. Sorry about that. See, that's something we'd cut out. But, yeah, we'll stop a couple times just to save because if it goes too long and I don't save, we might lose everything. <laughs> and then you'd be... When, then you just get a half episode. Yeah. Not all that right. anyone would complain. So, so are what you going to do this all the time? If this no. goes well, are we going to no. do it all the time? No. This is a one-time deal? Well, I would love to, actually. It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> it sure would. But it wouldn't be as professional. Are you saying we're professionals? <laughs> Hell no. If we were professional, we'd have better segments this month. No, I'll this wa- is actually... I'll warn people. This is a tournament-heavy episode because we've been busy with stuff for Oklahoma and Spike and Spikey, so... Well, we've been busy. We've uh, I've hosted a tournament, Grand yeah. Bowl, last month. Um, yeah, and we have some big tournaments coming up. And this is our podcast, and we have a big two-day event in March, so it's perfectly fine that we talk all about tournaments this episode. Yeah, so we're going to still do three segments and then shout-outs. First segment's going to be talking about Critter Bowl, which we just had. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about Oklahoma Bowl a little more in-depth, and then Spiky Cup. That's right, and all the goodness that comes with those events. See, before we get there, anything exciting Blood Bowl happen? Um, They've been releasing some previews of Sudden Death. They have. 
And I asked my shop, the same shop I was griping about in the opening segment. <laughs> no, um, you're griping about the people that go to the shop, not the shop. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'd like a wood chipper just to pick them up, throw them in. Anyways, um, he said that he has ordered uh, plenty of expansions for us. Oh, really? And he when are supposed to come in? He d- he didn't know Sunday when I briefly talked to him, but he said that usually a fantasy flight is advertising them on their site that it's due out soon. So, well, I'm I'm really hoping they come out before the tournament because you want to give out another one, don't you? Well, I mean, we're giving away one game. I want to give away an expansion. I know you do. But, There's nothing wrong with that. But also, then I can try to butter up Jay Little and be like, "Hey, man." You know, hey man, your boys are coming out. You want to hook us up? Hey, let your boys in. Yeah, give us some of that. We can that try stuff. Um, any other news? Uh, we're almost done with our home league. Yeah, we got one more week to go with that. Yeah, everybody. What I think is funny, and I don't know if you're out there and you play in other leagues, especially leagues with set schedules. No, I'm, our league I'm right here, and I only play in this league. I'm talking to everybody oh, else out there. Okay, uncut. Yes. I find it funny, and I'm just curious, in you guys' leagues, where it's kind of loose, where you don't have to play your game in one week, like our home league, um, do people slow down like the last two weeks because they're too scared to play their games because it'll knock them out of playoff contention? Or because it doesn't matter. Or because it doesn't matter, right. Because every season we, we cruise along, and then our week eight, because we just... only play an eight-week schedule, is so slow. Yeah. We've had at least ten days... For people to play their games, and we've had one person play their game. Technically two people, but yes, one game is. Well, played. one game's been played, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. And it really had no implication on the playoffs. Not well, really. Yeah. No. So, well, it could have, but. I doubt it happens. Yeah. So. Um, other than that, well, I guess I played in the Cyanide League with Extreme. Uh-huh. And beat him for nothing. For nothing, huh? And... He complained about Cyanide. And I have never seen that game glitch until I went multiplayer. I've heard this. And it's been glitching a lot. I've heard people say that there's like extra players and stuff. Yeah, I had 12 people on the field at one time. so That's handy. It is. And he used a wizard and was able to use it twice. So that's, for some reason, that's a common theme. With my with me on video games, is that people get to use a wizard more than once? Didn't you play Johnny on Thumble and the same thing happened? Mm-hmm. He got to use a wizard as many times as he wanted until all my people were down. <laughs> that that was exciting. that's efficient. Oh yeah, that is a great use of a wizard. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, it wouldn't let me switch out players, so like I had a couple of blitzers in the box. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to put them on the field. It wouldn't let me switch them. Hmm. So I had to start a drive, just messed up, basically. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Th- this must be why, since I don't have the Cyanide game, that I hear a lot of complaints about it People, online. Yeah, there's a lot of complaints <clears throat> about the glitchiness, about the AI and the regular player. <coughs> See? That's hear a cough. that cough? That's uncut. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's going to bug me not to, to cut this, but... I know. Yeah. Anything else going on? Don't. Anything? Um, had a meeting about a potential local league in stores coming up. All right. Well, when you get some more info on that, we'll talk about that. Yeah, but but it's a teaser, right? Might yeah. be some league play coming to the stores in the Oklahoma City area. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. 
At least New World. Okay, that sounds good. Anything for you? Mm, not really. Right. I, I would like to say something exciting, but I've been... I've actually got my big boy pants on since our friend uh, Spence moved out of town, moved <laughs> to the great uh, state of Idaho. He was the guy who used to assemble all our models and pin them and glue them together in green stuff. And I haven't assembled a model ever until about three nights ago when, well, I guess actually two nights ago, when I got my big boy pants on, got my green stuff out, and I actually put together like an ice troll and a Slim McCam and some other little models. Cool. I know it's just like gluing one arm on, but I still did it. <laughs> and you were playing Blood Bowl how long? For a long, long time. Wow. I, I try to avoid models <clears throat> that you have to assemble. Yeah. And I don't... Part I of have, the reason we haven't broken into Dreadball yet. <laughs> Look at all those models. I'm like, oh, I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, I don't want to put those together either. And we've been busy. Well, I, yeah. That's so. true. All right. Hey, well, so, we're gonna end uh, up. How are we this... doing this? Are we gonna end this segment? Yeah, we'll end this segment. Okay. You gonna yeah. play some music? Are you gonna hum? Oh, <laughs> I might <laughs> throw in some music. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's technically not editing; it's just dropping something in, I guess. Okay. But we're gonna stop it right here for a second, just so we can save it. And now we're back. And I already saved it. That's quick. Yeah, it worked. Doesn't take much. See, that's what unediting does, or not editing, or whatever. Sure. Lack of editing. I like that. So for a segment. <clears throat> Let's talk about some Critter Bowl. Which was what? This was a tournament that we held in January. January 19th of this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's actually the first tournament that we always claim that we run these tournaments. And truth be told, Steve so far has always been the guy behind the computer. Yeah. Good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been getting better. I guess. And um, so this is the first time that I said, I want to run this tournament. I want to fully run it so Steve doesn't have to worry about anything. Um, We had limited space, so we only had room up to 16 players at at our venue. And um, because they had some other events scheduled. And this was a tournament for our friend who was having a baby. Mm -hmm. So it was actually like our version of a baby shower. Right. We're going to have a fun tournament. We had some pizza come in. and all the entry fees actually went to him to help him and his family yeah. with the baby. And uh, There were no prizes aside from just some certificates. Everything was in a certificate format, so if you got first or third, it still was a certificate. But it, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. I will say that at first, personally, we, we only had eight people. Uh, we had room for 16, but we only had eight people sign up. Uh, we had some drive as far away as Tulsa, which is a two-and-a-half-hour drive. Depends how fast you drive. It's about yeah. an hour and a half. Fine. Okay. I'm, just... I'm going to edit that out. No. It depends. From Norman? Just depends how fast you drive. Okay. It's closer to. If you're a grandmother, maybe. Well, maybe. From Norman, guy... maybe two hours. Just depends. Okay. Let's not argue about this. Not okay. on air, Steve. Too late. Not Too in front late. Of... Not in front of the kids. <laughs> Stay on target. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a new catchphrase. Oh, it can't be? No. Golly. That's annoying. I wish you could get Porkins and edit oh, him, man. Oh, crap. We should probably introduce ourselves. Oh. See how this works? Wow. We did I'm, it again. I know. This is the second time. <laughs> I'm Scott Prime, and with me is Kilowoggy, Steve. Yeah. yeah, there we go. All right, so there you go. People, we got that out of the way. People know us, so they don't. Whatever. Golly, that means somebody made it through like 10 minutes, and they go, this is horrible. This is the worst Blood Bowl show ever. And it's like, well, buddy, there's only two rounds still, so <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> Uh, All right, so we did Critter Bowl, and we only had eight people show up. 
And at first I was kind of disappointed. And But I also realized the timing of the event, and a lot of people actually said that just for you know different circumstances. It was technically a holiday weekend, too, which we didn't think about. Yeah, that's true. And there's the epiphany. The epiphany? Yeah. Okay. So we had the epiphany going on. And um, anyways, we only had eight people. I was kind of disappointed just because I wanted to raise more money for this guy, and I wanted to try just have more people there. Sure. Because with eight people running four rounds, seems like a lot of Blood Bowl. Um, and it kind of was. And so we, since there was only eight people there, though, I did pull everybody there. And I know some of these guys don't play in a home league or any type of league. And we had a few people that said they just want to play all four rounds of Blood Bowl, so we went with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just said, sure. And we took, uh, since there was only eight of us, we also took just uh, standings. You know, So wherever you finished, and we went by strength of schedule to, as a tiebreaker. And points, yeah. Yeah, we had, we had points. Three points for a win, one, one point for a tie, and zero for a loss. Yeah. Um, and since it was only eight, we both got to play. Yes. Yeah, that was part of the deal. <laughs> yeah. Is I wanted to play as well. Um, so eight people was not overwhelming. And it turned Why out to... Why would it be overwhelming? Well, it's only I, eight I was people. worried that there was going to be 16. And since I've never sat behind the computer yeah. and used the score program, that I might get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Eight was no problem whatsoever. And it turned out to be a great fun day. And it's not because of the results of the tournament. but Oh, no. It not for me anyway. We had a good core of guys. I think some guys learned some things that they just weren't used to, or you know, they were maybe taught blood bowl a different way. Yeah, I think some guys learned that they need to play faster, <laughs> <laughs> and and so on and so on. But I thought we had a lot of fun, and I thought we could just kind of break down round by round like how our teams did, and then we'll just talk about who did what. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so I got all those stats right here. I so thought, hold on good, because I don't remember what my team name was. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part of the problem. Well, I decided to play Goblins, since I'd never had, and our buddy Sarge always plays Goblins, and he was going to loan it to Kevin, one of our other guys. So, since Kevin decided not to use them, I decided to borrow Sarge's Goblins, and they're painted like clowns. So, I went with... There you uh, go. Here we go. Frerless Diable Cirque Ambulette de Blood Bowl. Which, which means, like, I the, ate all the French fries with gravy on them. No, that'd be, <coughs> that'd be poutine, isn't it? I don't know. Okay. I don't even know what language that is. It's French. <coughs> it's the traveling, It's the Devil Devil's Brothers Traveling Blood Bowl Circus. Okay. And the reason I named it that is because Sarge also runs our Call of Cthulhu game. Okay. And in there, my character, Tinkles Willoughby, mm-hmm. used to be a clown for the Devil's Brothers ah, okay. um, circus. Okay. So. You tied it all. Tied it all together. Okay. And then all my characters were named after Cthulhu people, but in French. Ah, gotcha. So. Uh, so I put effort into it. That's right. Even though I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> And uh, I went with a uh, high elf team, uh, the Trace uh, White Lions mm-hmm. uh, team. I used I just used all the names and stuff from our our home league. So uh, we had we had a necromantic team uh, ran by Leland, and we had a um, Kevin Williams ran a uh, an Amazon team, and it was his first tournament. He only played like two game two whole games before this tournament. Yeah, so it was nice to get he a newcomer, on. and yeah, he ca- caught, He's caught on, on way too fast. Uh, Paul Wright from uh, Tulsa, he brought down his dwarves that were undefeated in the, the last Muffleween tournament. And then we had um, John. 
I think this is his second tournament because didn't he play in the Red Dirt Rampage? Or he something? played in the Red Dirt Rampage, but that was just was one that game. Officially? Was so on, okay, this is like his first real tournament. First real tournament. Okay, and he played Skaven, and then we had uh, who else? Oh, you. You had your goblin team, yeah. so we had nobody, no repeat races or anything like that. So uh, no, we made sure of that. Sort of. I mean, Scott and I waited until everybody else had picked theirs, and then we decided to take teams that no one else did, just right. to kind of keep it all. Well, open. actually, I was going to play elves of some sort. I just didn't know which. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brock actually helped me. Uh, Brock played Norse. Yeah. This time, I don't know if I said that or not. Don't I think, think he so. Was there. Uh, but yeah, he goes. I want you to play high elves. You need to challenge yourself. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so round one, gauntlet thrown. <laughs> yes, that's right. So round one, um, I got to play against what the heck? I I got to play Leland, uh, Leland Gross. Uh, he was a uh, one of the one of the Delsing awards, and I think Nuffleween. And he had the uh, Volzberg Bolts, the necromantic team, and his team was vicious. Yeah. Totally vicious. And he kicked my butt pretty much the whole game. Yeah. And it was after halftime I realized that I was counting all the people in my casualty box. And then I looked up on the field and it wasn't making sense. And then I realized I didn't pull out all my miniatures. (laughs) And so I shorted myself one character. So your 12th man was still in the box. He, he didn't show up to the game. He was like Babe Ruth. <laughs> he was out drinking and partying, and he didn't show up until after halftime. Okay. Um, halftime, not in baseball usually. But okay. Uh, me and, but what happened is uh, Leland went up. It was one-to-one. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, Leland had the ball. And really, he probably should have stalled on the goal line. At yeah. least one turn, if not two. He'd probably been safe either way. He was beating me up. He had me down to like five guys on the field. And I even told Leland, I go, so you're going to stall a few plays? And he's like, nah, I think I'll just run it in. Mm -hmm. You only have a few guys. Well, that ended up being a mistake because it gave me enough time to actually pull off a crazy play, threw it into the end zone, and I tied the game. I managed to come out with a tie 2-2, but he kicked the crap out of me. That's not bad. Yeah, so. I guess. Yeah. yeah, it was good for me, but I felt kind of bad for him. Yeah, because you take anything and, special on your team, or uh, I did two blitzers. I did, and then all the rest were linemen. Okay, uh, my my blitzers. You, you were allowed to. Get, you could get up to two skills on a player, mm-hmm. and I took uh, dodge and tackle on them both, and then I had two, uh, two high elves with. Um, Two high elf linemen with wrestle and a couple more with block. Okay. So, pretty standard, basic thing. I guess. I guess, yeah. I don't know. All right. How'd you do first round? Oh, first round. Well, my team, I took two trolls, took the ball and chain, and I took Fungus the Loon. So, I had two ball and chains. And I took Scrappa Sorehead. Okay. So, the goblin pogo or mm-hmm. star player that you can throw. Right. And that dude is awesome. He is amazing. So, first round, I went up against John. Mm-hmm. And his team was built around the fact of a one-turn score. Because he had Skaven. Right. So, he gave the guy sprint and plus one movement. Mm-hmm. And that's all he needed. He can just walk in. So, we get to playing. And 
I'm trying to think who went first. I think he went first, and he scored in one turn, and then he kicked off to me, and I threw Scrapper and scored in one turn. Then he scored in one turn, and then there was a riot, and the clock went back, and I scored in one turn. So by turn two, it was two to two. That's amazing. It was insane. It was a lot of fun. And then Scrappa, he he died. And (laughs) I I lost four to two. (laughs) Because really, once he was gone, it was like, oh, that's it. Um, Plus, I, I used both ball and chain guys to start off with, mm-hmm. trying to beat him up a little bit. Well, that one then, turn. Yeah, I had to use my re-rolls, my bribes real fast, because I took a couple of bribes. Okay. Because I've never played goblins before. This is the first time I've ever played goblins. All right. And I learned after that not to do that. But other than that... It was. It's just hard as hell to stop a one-turn touchdown wrap. Yes, it I mean, is. There's nothing I could do. I was happy only to lose four to two. Right. When I, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Um, good radio. Yeah, it's really good. I also wanted to tell everybody that this is Critter Bowl, and so what we did is I had a chart before each kickoff. There was uh, ten different selections oh, yeah. for the ball. And I will put them up on the website. I'm not going to go over every ball, but there was stuff like a nurgling ball, which gave the person carrying the ball hideous appearance and um, foul appearance, foul appearance and disturbing presence, for example. Mm-hmm. And there were some balls that were actually normal. One was just called a dead pig ball, and he was just a big skin. A, a morgue doll. There was a morgue plush doll that was just a, a plush doll of morgue. Hmm. And, you know, you played it normal. But there was stuff like baby griffin ball. That you know, give you a plus one to passes. Dragon's um, egg. If you dropped it, it was exploded. Yeah, exploded. Um, but there was many things like that. Mm-hmm. Troll ball. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, troll ball gave you stupidity as you carried it. <laughs> and something else. Which one was it? That Maybe had- regeneration. I can't remember. But Was it the squig ball that you had to use your strength to pick it up? There was squig ball, yes, that you had to you had to use your everything like picking up and throwing the ball, you used your strength instead of your agility. Which is not good for goblins. Or elves. Yeah. Or high elves. It's not not good at all. <laughs> well I might as well go with my second round because okay. I actually played Leland, the necromantic team that uh-huh. you just played the first round. And I was holding my own for a little while because, you know, the one turn touchdown is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I had, he uh, went down the field with his werewolves, and he got the ball. This is probably after we'd each scored once or something. But he went to the end zone with one werewolf, and then he's running down the field with the other one. So I sent a couple of goblins after each one, and I ended up knocking the ball out of the hands of the one werewolf on the left side of the field. So... I think it was like a lucky one-up block, and I got both down and took us both down, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So his werewolf is down. The ball, we were playing on the Chaos Cup pitch, so it was right on the maw, mm-hmm. the little mouth. And then I had a goblin, a couple of squares, like one square touching the ball, but away from the werewolf. So my next turn, he was down, he turned over, or whatever. And I blitzed his other werewolf that was in the end zone, pushed him out of bounds. 
with my uh, two dice uphill block with the goblin. Nice. And uh, casualty him. I had a casualty knocked out. I think I casualty him. So he was gone the rest of the game. And this was right at the end of the half. And all you had to do was get his werewolf up, blitz my goblin, get him down, pick up the ball, and walk in. He gets the werewolf up, blitzes the goblin, double skulls, and goes <laughs> straight down. And then my goblin in the next turn picks up the ball, goes for it, goes for it, hands off the ball. He goes for it and then throws a pass all the way to the other end of the end zone. So went from my end zone all the way to his in one turn, and he didn't have anybody down there. So I protected the ball for that one turn. Nice. It didn't end up mattering. What was the final score on that? Two to one. Two to one. I kept it close, though. For goblins versus necromantic, that's not bad. I think Leland was being very nice. No, he just had crappy dice rolls. (laughs) It was horrible, that game. I loved it. That's good. Sometimes you need that in tournaments. Mm-hmm. Second round, I had to play the Amazon team, the uh, Valley Wick Vale Vixens by Kevin Williams, the rookie coach who won his first game round one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually beat the guy that we were having the the baby shower blood bowl tournament for. Oh, Sarge. Yeah, yeah he he beat Sarge in his first game. So and Kevin's learning really quick. So we played him. I played him and. Um, it's funny when we were playing a few practice games as I was showing him because he really wanted to participate in the baby shower tournament. Um, as I was teaching him, I was like, you know, I'm going to show you that some people are going to uh, crowd the ball, maybe have a cage in case you play dwarves, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be a real pain in the butt, you know, especially for a rookie coach. And I said, so be wary of that. Well, sure enough, I played him, and you know how I play. You're a dwarf at heart, and you cage. <laughs> All the time, no matter the team. Because it, it feels like that's the only thing I know. <laughs> hey, I, it's, I don't know. It's, it's logically the most sound thing to do, and I think it's what most people do. You know, it, I just find it, it boring. It's putting <laughs> it's putting tackle zones in ways sure. that you have to dodge through stuff. So we played each other, and he made a mistake in the first half. I capitalized. I scored. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of caged up and some, and I scored. And then the second half, I got the ball, and it was just the slow drive. <laughs> And he he gave me a hard time the whole game. He's like, yeah, you know, when I was preparing for this tournament, I had this great guy teach me how some of these (laughs) assholes would play at the tournament. And I finally encountered one and I just (laughs) kind of laughed, but I thought, I I thought back, I almost stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. But then I, one, I remember how good Kevin is usually at games. And then two, I remembered that, you know, by Leland, not maybe just stalling one play how it cost him a tie Yeah, that later could affect the final outcome. And I was like, well, this is tournament. I'm just going to play my game. You know, I wasn't being a jerk, but I was just playing not, the way no. I had to, <clears throat> had to play. So I ended up winning two to nothing, but Kevin sure gave me a hard time. He still does. Actually, I talked <laughs> to him today. He was giving me a hard time about that, but no, nah, he played really well. So That's for good. a rookie, rookie coach. And then we had Pizza Shuttle Pizza. We had Pizza Shuttle Pizza. And if you come to Norman, Oklahoma, some people go to Chicago for pizza. Or have Chicago Pizza sent to them. Yes, like Steve did during a role-playing night, which was awesome because I got to have a slice. Oh, your wife had one, too. Yes, she loved it. Oh, dude, she loved it. Good, isn't it? Steve had pizza flown in from Giordano's Pizza. Well, sent in. I I don't want to say flown in because it sounds like I had them personally do it. Yeah. I just Steve, went to the website. Big. He just, okay, he I'm a big baller. You know. 
Anyways, it was delicious. So yes, anybody who ever wants to order some pizza from Chicago. It's expensive, it's really, <coughs> but it's worth it. It's really good. For a special occasion. So then we had, yeah, we had some pizza shuttle pizza. We had variants. Get through meat lovers pizza. I you love, like that one the best? I love that one. For everybody, we had a cheeseburger pizza that instead of having pizza sauce yeah, on it, mustard. had mustard on it. I like mustard. It still went quick. Well, uh, all the barbecue pizzas went quick. Yeah. But, uh, Barbecue's amazing. I think everybody actually enjoyed the pizza. It's just a it's just a crappy little It's not pizza. crappy. It's not It's a local chain and It it is a local low, chain. Lower end maybe, but I, I like it's it, good. but that's because I had it during college. So Yeah, that's a lot of it. Get some pizza shuttle, everybody. Always put extra cheese on it. It makes a big difference. This episode brought to you by Pizza Shuttle. <laughs> Where you can get your pizza delivered. Yeah. By a shuttle. By a shuttle. All right, so round three. Round three is when I had to face uh, the Dwarf team. The same team that we saw on paper, and we said, well, this team's going to just go undefeated again. <laughs> because it's a Dwarf team, <clears throat> and it's Paul, who's really, really good. Right, so you take a good coach like Paul, and then you give him Dwarves, and oh my gosh. <laughs> he went undefeated. I don't think anybody scored against him at Nuffleween. Nobody. And I think up at this point, nobody scored against him. And here we are in round three. I'm like, oh god, I knew I was going to face you. Mm-hmm. So how do you outbeat? You know, how do you face dwarves? How do you outbeat dwarves? And you out dwarf dwarves. You out dwarf dwarves um, with elves. I got the <laughs> if I remember right. Something happened. I don't know what it was. Somehow I got the the shimmy shimmy shakes. No, he actually got the ball. I think. Anyways. Right off the bat, I went after. No, I got. The, I had the ball first. That's that's a lie. I got. I had the ball first, first mm-hmm. half, and so I was just like, I'm gonna try to play my game. So of course, you dodge away from dwarves and not take hits, and I went after his troll slayers. Yeah, because they have the lowest armor, hoping just to get a break, get a number, <clears throat> numbers game basically. Right. We had the weather of uh, what's the ones sweltering heat. Yes. <clears throat> So we started... And at the beginning of each round, Sarge would roll the weather. Right. So we had the weather. Uh, he, I, I've learned in my past that I never have... I always have a bench player because mm-hmm. I always get somebody hurt. And I know a lot of people for tournaments don't take bench players. Right. Paul they take, chose... They take an apothecary, maybe. Right. Paul chose not to take a bench player. He had just 11 dwarves and had a lot of skills on him, which was fine. Mm-hmm. It worked every other game. Um, but... Uh, with a little luck on my side and a little bad luck on his side, I hurt his troll slayer right off the bat, casualtyed that sucker. So yeah. he was already down a man, which helps a lot. And then I just caged up and I out I out dwarves dwarves with high elves. <laughs> and I stalled and then I went to the other side. I mean, I ran back and forth on the goal line. <laughs> and at one point though, I did make a mistake. I didn't think he could get through. And he actually had a runner dodge through a couple of tackle zones and he made it through. And he went straight for my blitzer, which had blocked dodge, but I was sitting on the goal line. So all he had to do was really get a push. Or yeah. Not not on the goal line, but I was sitting next to the out of bounds. All he had to do was get a push. And I, I would sell out of bounds, and he would have not had me score on him, and he would have got the kickoff. Yeah. Uh, this is just me personally. Um, he had a ton of block. He put extra block on his runners. And I understand as a dwarf coach, I would have too. But I really, I'm telling you guys, if you go to tournaments, put some wrestle. Yeah, wrestle's I, I know I have the biggest man junk hard on for wrestle. But there was many times that Paul got to 
in some areas where he could have helped out. But by having block, and if my guy had block, when you roll both down, both down. It just negates it. It just negates it. Whereas if you had wrestle, at least you pull somebody down. And that's where I kind of had an advantage in some mm-hmm. ways. Um, so we started playing this number game. I think I injured another one of his guys. I fouled when I needed to. I think you it, took out both <clears throat> troll slayers, didn't you? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, all I know is... I scored on the last play of the, the half. He had one kickoff. A lot of his guys missed missed the kickoff because of the sweltering heat. I mean, a ton of them. Yeah. And so we did the one play. We lined back up for another kickoff. A lot of his guys missed again. He had like, <laughs> I think he had five or six guys. I can't remember. He didn't yes. have many. Yeah. And at this point, I still had a full team. So normally you don't mark up dwarves, but I thought, he doesn't have that many of them, so I'm just going to put guys on him, and if he wants to dodge away and try to cage, you can. And eventually my numbers took over. I went down, and I didn't even just score. I just stalled out the rest of the half and made sure for sure I could get a win. Yeah. And uh, I did. So mm-hmm. I won 2 nothing over what I consider a very good player and with a very good team. So I was, like, really happy hmm. at this point. Yeah, I... My round three, I played Sarge, mm-hmm. and he was playing his high elf, or uh, not high elf, pro elf. Pro elf team. The Green Bay Packers. Yes. And he had lost every game, and I had lost every game, so it was a battle of the worst. And it, it did not get much better for either one of us, really, because I was hurting him left and right, because as you can imagine, ball and chain and two trolls, you can kind of hurt seven armored people mm-hmm. so I ended up with four casualties at nice. the end of the the game and with the weather he'd lost you know some people and I'd lost people the problem was in every other game I p- stayed competitive until Scrap of Sorehead was gone <laughs> I ate Scrap of Sorehead this time nice so my troll just decided eh this guy's been basting in his own juices all day. So he must obviously be meat and uh, just gobbled him straight down. <laughs> and I was worthless after that. <laughs> just, I, I wasted a reroll trying to save him. And I was like, oh, no. No, that's what the troll really does. <laughs> like, no, he nope. didn't listen. It's good. <laughs> so, yeah, I lost two to nothing. Uh, but I did hurt him. Well, And I came close a couple of times. It's just my guy's... You know, Scrap is so good. He lands easy. He can just get away from everybody. He's got the extra movement. Regular goblins? Nope. So I definitely learned, if I play goblins again, which I did have a blast playing them, have more than one person who can score a touchdown. (laughs) Right. Because I did not. All right. So let's go to round four. Now, round four is kind of unique also in that uh, every round up to this point, every time there was a kickoff, you rolled on the kickoff table to get the strange ball, mm-hmm. whatever the ball was. Uh, round four, I wanted to kind of have like a bowl round, like college football. So I put uh, secret bowls into these envelopes. And I had Sarge stir them up, and then every table had an envelope on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what bowl did you play for? Do you remember? I think it was the Orca-Cola bowl. Or- Orca-Cola bowl, and then your ball was the Orcupine bowl. Yes, it was. Which was a ball, like a spike ball, and if you dropped it, it hurt or you. Or if you failed to pick it up, it... Right. Yeah. 
Uh, so every, again, not good for goblins. So everybody, what I was kind of going for is what no matter what, if you walked off the field like your team, because mm-hmm. uh, you ended up losing your final game. Oh, but, thanks for blowing it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler I, I, I'll alert. Just, I'll just go here. I played Brock, who played Norse. I lost two to nothing. Imagine that. Hmm, that's still not. That's my whole recap. <laughs> well, the whole idea behind the bowl game, though, is no matter what, you can, you don't have to tell everybody you went 0-4. Right. You, you can say, I was the Orca-Cola runner-up runner up mm-hmm. for the Orca, Orca-Cola Bowl. Yeah, I'm not saying that. You could, though. I could. You could. Yes. Is what, um, my final round, I got actually got to play the Creepy Balls of Fur, uh, coached by John Brees. Uh, there was the Skaven team with the one-turn one touchdown guy. Um I don't and know how if did I told. You stop him? I don't know if I told you or if I told Brock this. Um, after like one round or whatever, I, I said I, I might have been talking to Brock. I was just like, if I play that guy, he's going to get his first touchdown. I said, but after that, I am. If it takes mm-hmm. all game, I'm either going to tie one to one, or I'm going to eventually win because I'm going to track that guy down and hurt him. Yes, and so that our, is what I should have done. So that's what I planned on doing. Whether it won me the game or tied me the game or lost it, it didn't matter. That was my strategy. It's like, I'm going to foul that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to hurt him. And sure enough, uh, he got the ball. He actually had a fumbled pass. Um, I ended up getting the ball. I, we both struggled for a while, but I actually started really trying to pound his gutter runners and hurt them. I eventually got injuries on him. Uh, it still was a struggle. It took, I think, the last turn of that first half for me to score one nothing. Yeah, and then second half I got the ball, and then I just super caged all the way down. And then when I got close to scoring, I still super caged up. And then at this point, this is round four. I know Leland is winning all his games so far too. So I thought strength of schedule, I might actually have a chance to come in first place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so for sure I caged up. It might have been a little frustrating to John. And it would be frustrating if I was on the opposite end, too. Oh, These yeah. cages are just impossible. They're just at, frustrating. Or or if you have a plan and you roll bad, it always sucks. Because, like, oh, there's an opening, and then you roll double skulls or something. Mm-hmm. And he didn't roll so good the second half either. But So I ended up winning two to nothing. And uh, Leland also won the Boltsburg Bolts. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, the fu- and the final – here, let me move around here. At the end of the day, the most important thing is I – Got two awards. You did. I was both the Stunty Cup champion and the Poopy Diaper Award. You were. I came. Isn't, isn't that pretty awesome? I would like to say that I don't think any other team has won a Stunty Championship without winning any games. <laughs> well, you were the only Stunty team. I didn't even tie any games. Well, it was my, 0 and 4. <laughs> my bowl game was the Max Gobo's uh, Green Bowl. Yeah. And. Our thing was, uh, it was a squig the whole time, I believe. Yeah. I think. I can't remember what our ball was. Might have been squig. Yeah. Anyways. Doesn't really matter now. No. But, uh, so we did, uh, I put all the stats in the computer, mm-hmm. and I was so happy, and I had to double check this like three times, because I didn't And want I'm to- going to take full credit for this. I won first place. And why is that? Uh, because Leland didn't stall. During the first okay, round. Second to that. Second reason. Um, how are you taking credit for this? Because he played me and you didn't. Ah. And it was on strength of schedule. You're exactly <laughs> right. It is on strength of schedule. It is your fault. It is. You, you D-bag. It's, it's entirely my 
my uh, not fault. I get all the credit for your win. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So, so you finally get your first tournament championship. So I won a championship. Um, Even though it was only eight people and you did run it. You know, I had to go to Texas and beat like 20 people. Even though our record was the same? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your record was the same. <laughs> Just saying. Don't, don't, don't do this Whatever. Here. Can't edit this out. Yours is better than mine? Of course it is. Yeah, you got a trophy. I got a piece of paper. Exactly. <laughs> what I think is funny is I, <laughs> I win a tournament. Of course, I was running it and playing in it, mm-hmm. and there's no trophy. It's a piece of paper. Congratulations, Scott. Plus, but- I destroyed that tournament. Yes, you did. It's your fault. <laughs> we went down there and spanked them so bad, they just gave up. You destroyed Bugman's Bowl. Yep. We'll see about that. It's a challenge to any Texas player. Again, Dallas players come to Oklahoma. Come, come beat Steve's ass. All right, so uh, real quick, because I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing our, us break down a tournament with only eight people. Well, I'm sure. It's been 30 uh, minutes. We had quite a, quite a bit of awards, and we gave them out to everybody. And actually, it worked out. Um, Critter Bowl champion was me. And then our Critter Bowl runner-up was uh, Leland Gross and the Vicksburg Bolts. And then our Delcine Cup, which is third place, went to the Grumbrindle Starbreakers. I am very honored. Who's that? That is Paul White. Oh, okay. Paul Wright. I'm sorry. That's right. I want to call him Paul White like the big show (laughs) from wrestling. Yeah. But it's really Paul Wright. I'm so honored to beat him, for real, just because that guy's a nice guy, but he he plays so good. Mm -hmm. Everybody talks about, oh, gosh, yeah, I got to play Paul. So, so happy. Anyways, and then uh, Best Sportsman went to uh, Mike R. Sarge Tate. And he also got Best Appearance because of the team you played. Because everybody voted for the Goblin team. Good. And But he actually So, I it. technically won that one, too. I got four You of didn't paint them. He, he painted them. Um, so, wait. I was instrumental in first place and technically instrumental in second place. I voted for Sarge. Oh. Um, I didn't play. Matter of fact, Steve, you are the uh, tournament MVP. Too bad I didn't have an award for that. Oh. Uh, most Brutal went to the the Val Vixens. Best Offense went to the Creepy Balls of Fur. Best Defense went to the Van Heim Vikings, which was the Norse team by Brock Huffman. You got the Stunty Cup and the Poopy Diaper Award. Congratulations. Yep. It stinks. It stinks? It stinks. Quickly? Yes. Thoughts on the tournament? It was a lot of fun. Oh, and after Scrapper was eaten against Sarge, mm-hmm. my trolls decided that they can just dodge. I dodged like crazy that game. I had nothing to live for. I was just, okay, I'm going to dodge. I'd get it. Some days you just roll fives and sixes. Yep. I thought it was a fun event. Yeah, it was and definitely fun. And, and we might raised be... a couple hundred bucks for Sarge's baby. And it might be something I do every year. I know you, we should, I haven't even we, talked to you about that. We could but, probably do a charity event every year. We should. But I think it might be something we do every year. That's just my thought. We'll have to figure something out, yeah. Because I really enjoyed the crazy balls, and I enjoyed the, <laughs> yeah, you can make a sound bite out of that. I like balls. Crazy balls. I don't care. <laughs> and uh, I like the idea of the, the bowl games at the end. So Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Anyways, Definitely. come to Oklahoma where we play blood, blood Bowl all the time. Do we? Yeah. Okay. All right, so we're going to take a break here, and you're going to play some music again? Or I don't. I'm. It's All a right. save break at least. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna pause right here, and now we're back. So how, how's that? That works. No editing. Nope. Well, I'm gonna have to put these segments together. But that's pretty much it. Man, you're lazy. I'm busy. 
We can actually do what we want. There's only two shows left. I know. Starcast is gone. They're not. Yeah. Coming, they're not coming back. Well, you know, and Three Die Block's copying us now. <laughs> yeah. I'm Tom Anders, and you're listening to Three Die Block. Yeah. What is with, up with that, Chance and Drew? Yeah. Invitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, they're, then they're going to do an edited <laughs> podcast soon. Well, aren't there all those? Oh, the, boom. Maybe that's why we're doing this. Boom. Wow. Dynamite. Steve's throwing it out there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I say boom goes to dynamite all the time at work. Yeah. And my coworker, Brock, who plays with us, he didn't understand where I was getting that from. And I finally <laughs> had to show him the that video. sportscaster guy. He's like, oh, that poor guy. Anyways. <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. And boom goes the dynamite. All right. It could be from the, uh, <laughs> it was a family guy that every time... Cleveland would get it on achieve his uh, end result oh okay yes you go ow 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 and boom goes the dynamite (sighs) oh Cleveland alright you came and you saw and you loved me so so now Oklahoma Bowl what is it why should they come and what are we doing well do you want to tell them or you want me to Oklahoma Bowl, March 9th, Norman, Oklahoma. That's right. This is day one day of a two-day of... event weekend for people in Oklahoma and surrounding areas and whoever else wants to fly in, whether it's from Utah. Yep. We've got confirmed from Utah. Utah. At people least, are coming from Utah. At least two That's people big. from Denver. Denver. Probably one other person and another guy from Austin. From Austin, Texas. Two guys from Austin and one guy from Houston, at least. A guy from Houston? That's almost like near the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, Yeah, okay. You got to have some scrote to come up here. (laughs) It's very true. It's a long ways to go. That means we run good tournaments. That means you should travel, too. So if you're anywhere, you should come here. Absolutely. So first, let's talk about... First, go to the turn website, OklahomaBowl.com, for more information and to pre-register for the event. That's right. And we're, we're just going to briefly go over the team-building rules, just in case somebody's driving from Utah or Tulsa or Godibo or New Mexico or Arkansas, and you're driving in your car, and you have your roster, you think it's ready because you didn't send it in ahead of time to get extra like raffle tickets everyone should send your rosters in ahead of time so that we can approve them and if we do you will get extra raffle tickets boom how you like that for the regular prizes not the pre-painted team and we'll talk about that later sure okay so we can't edit this so don't talk about it right now okay all right so we're gonna just go over the team real quick just in case because we had a few people go over the team real quick team building okay for the tournament says some people asked about they had some questions on stuff they thought we were unclear. It's very obvious that we're never wrong, <laughs> so don't ask questions, but we're going to explain these anyways. We encourage questions so that we can answer them and point out how right we are. So Oklahoma Bowl is a four-round tournament on Saturday. Yes. How do you like that? What time are we starting? 9 a.m.? <clears throat> we are starting. At, I think registering starts at 9 and the first game at 10. Uh, first game is actually at 10 o'clock. Okay. Um, nothing real funky with the Oklahoma Bowl except that we do have – uh, Oklahoma Bowl, crazy weather. So it's like dust bowl, drought, windy, perfect day, downpour, muddy mess, and a tornado, which are all... We take the regular re- regular weather results, put them on a D8 instead of right. 2 D6. Right, and then we combine the two, we combined two and three, and we combined 
um, the other two. Blizzard 11 and, and 12. Right, yeah. Right. 11 and 12 on the regular charts. So. Yeah. And combined, it's 1 and 8. So Right. So, yeah, we have it's a little... something we do every tournament just to encourage more randomness. I, I really, really like having some weather effects. Yeah. Because we, it's so rare in league play that we get them mm-hmm. normally. So I really actually enjoy this. And they're fun. It adds a little bit extra maneuvering. You have to know what you're doing. Right. Sometimes. Um, we're giving 1.1 1. 1, uh, million in gold pieces to build your team. And then uh, what you can buy with that is everything. You can purchase your players, your fan factor, re-rolls, coaches, cheerleaders as normal, and you can buy skills. Uh, we do the limit of up to two skills per team of the same skill. So if you had a dwarf team and you wanted to add guard, you could only put up to two guards on a guy mm-hmm. or on two separate players. And you can only put one skill or one stat increase on on a player. And so, stat increases do not include agility and strength. Right. Um, I don't know that we have anyone ever take the armor stat increase. No, I don't know why you that. would. I don't even know why they list that. I was thinking about that, looking at tournament builds and stuff. It's like, who would who you does take that? movement? I guess people would take some movement. Some people do. Yeah. Very rare, but some people do. Uh, we, we do allow that you uh, have. Uh, let's see. Uh, you, can, you can take star players if you want. You just have to have 11 players before you buy them, including um, Cromnard Dung. That's right. We, in the Oklahoma Bowl, it's catered to the green skin warriors of the pitch. So any team could take the following players Ripper, which is star player Troll, Rashnak Backstabber, which is star player Hobgoblin. Um, is it Ugrot, Bullrot? Yeah. Bullgrot, the uh, chainsaw wielding uh, Orc, Var Goldshure, the Orc Blitzer, and then Cromyard Dung, the uh, Orc Blitzer that. Um, Johnny P and Extreme from the uh, now deceased podcast. Zlurcast. It's not deceased. It's just in a coma. It's in a coma? Yeah. That means that it might come back. Sure. But it might have brain damage. It might have brain damage. Anyways, <laughs> those two guys uh, created this character and this legend from the pitch, and so uh, they were very nice to let us uh, use him last year, and so we are using him again because it it's was fun. actually really fun to add him to the fluff. So he has special stats that are below in our tournament uh, build package. And um, you can find all that information at com. So it's just a, what I consider a standard tournament build, but that's only because the first couple tournaments I played in were built like this. Yeah. Well, it's also because we wanted this one to be very standard because it's the bigger name of the two. That's right. Because um, we figured if people were going to go to only one event, they're probably going to go to Oklahoma Bowl. It's on a Saturday. That's right. It's the four-day one, four, four-round one. So, and um, let's see. There's no Highlander rule. So if for some reason I took uh, Cromnard Dung and you took Cromnard Dung for your Goblin team, and I mm-hmm. took it for my High Elf team, they both could play because there's so many people that. Want to hire star players to win this prestigious thing that they hire a wizard or somebody or fake that there's somebody else to get hired. So yeah, so we allow that to happen and uh, standard scoring: sixty points for a win, thirty points for a draw, ten points for a loss, and then we have different things for like tiebreakers where you get a plus two if you outscored your opponent, yeah, or maybe if you had more casualties or stuff like that. But nothing, uh, nothing super, fancy. nothing really crazy besides the uh, green skin star players and the weather. And the weather. And, uh, if kickoff you were... table, are we changing at all? What's that? Are we changing the kickoff table? Uh, let me check. I'm looking through here. No, we do not. Hmm. Not this year. We did not. 
Why? Do you want to do that? No, I guess not. We did that for Spiky, but we'll talk about that here in a yeah. second. Um, I would, if you are just bringing a team and having fun. I know last year there was a special prize for people that brought, or extra tickets, I think, for, for drawings if you played with a Greenskin Star player. So mm-hmm. if that's an incentive for you to run an undead team with our Gulture, do it. Have Feel fun free. with it. I know I played a halfling team last year as the sub coach, uh, so I could be the odd man out. And I actually put Cromnar Dung on my team, and he was awesome. Now, of course, when you play halflings, you have to have the other guy roll bad, and you have to roll really good. And, <laughs> Definitely. I, and I lucked through it, but he helped. So. Yeah. Lot, lots of fun there. We had an Amazon team, too, last year that ran him, didn't they? Yeah, Alan's team. Alan's team run that. Black-eyed bees. Yep. So um, that's it for Oklahoma Bowl. Really, Don't unless want to talk about you... prizes and stuff? Giveaways? Um, we're doing trophies. We are doing trophies, right. which we need to order still. Yes, we need to order those. Um, we have special dice mm-hmm. for people who sign up early and all that. And for everybody. People sign up early get special dice. Well, that's right. That's what I mean. They get an extra set of special dice. Yeah. You want to talk about prizes now? That's what I was talking about, yeah. Okay. Well, according to the agenda that I wrote down, we're going to talk about that after Spiky. But let's just well, going to be now. a whole separate segment, but okay. <sighs> well. Let's talk about it. I w- I'd like to talk about it. Let's talk about our team. Okay. We, um, go for it. You, you go. Me go. Um, Me go. I, I sound up... like my two year old. Me go. Me go. I sound like a 1970s superhero line. Me go. I ended up getting a good deal from Brian Harmon on some Grebo orcs in uniform. BCH! Represent. And then we got those in. They're really cool. And we took them to our friend Kenny. Who does our painting for, for us? Rogue's painting, and he got cut me a really good deal on it. So we got it all painted, and then you went and did the basing. That's right, and they look awesome. Yes, they do. I must say this is the best basing job, ever, flocking basing, whatever you want to call it, yeah. job I've ever done. And with Kenny's painting, it's a orc team, Grebo, right? Yeah, and they're all like in Oklahoma Sooner red. With crimson, red and and, ro- crimson and white or crimson mm-hmm. cream, however you want to do it. More of a white, standard yeah. white. But they look awesome. Uh, it comes with a troll. This is not just a tournament team of just 12 guys. Oh, this no. This is, you get all your... A total of 15 <clears throat> players, I think? I think it's 17. Seven, I think it's 17 yeah, players. Yeah, 17 total. You get, you get your troll. You get two goblins in case you want to use some goblins on your orc team. Yeah. You get a, one of those goblins is a spiky Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the model the that looks just like him. And then a, um, a third edition goblin. And then there's four black orc blockers. There's four blitzers. There's two throwers. And then either three or four line. I'm trying to do the math. I think it's four. Maybe four line. positive. Yeah. Anyways, the rest of the team is linemen. It's, it looks really amazing. It looks awesome. We'll get some pictures up on the website. Yeah, we're going to have to. So we can start pimping that out. But how do people win this fancy team? All right. I'm glad you asked, Steve. Because um, this is going to be only for people who register for both events, Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky Cup. I will make this clear. If we are, first off, we're giving this away Saturday. We're giving this away yes. Saturday at the Oklahoma at the end Bowl. Of the day. So somebody's already asked. Technically, that means you can sign up for both days and you don't have to show up Sunday. Right. If you want to. We're, the only way you get a, uh, 
a ticket for this raffle is if you sign up for both days. We want to reward the people that pay for two days. We, if you don't want to show up for Sunday, yeah, that's fine. You we went, understand if you can't make both days, but you know, yeah, we we want to reward the people that do at least pay for both days. So, like one of the guys in our home league said, "Could I pay for both days and just not show up?" Sure, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. you want to win the team, and we if we actually draw your name Saturday and we never see you Sunday, it's still your team. You know, so be it. Yeah. You're not getting your money back for Sunday, but <laughs> so be yeah. it. Um, so what we're going to do is for the early bird people that pre-registered with our early bird special. Which, which was, was already ended. Which was already ended and very cheap. Um, it was, you're going to get three raffle tickets. If you sign up between now and March 2nd, you will get two raffle tickets for this team. And for anybody that pays for both tournaments Saturday... So, you know, you drive, you find out you actually off work and you drive in from noble Oklahoma and you bring your team and roster and you're ready and you're going to sign up for both days. Then you get one ticket. So everybody's going to get a chance that play that signs up for both pay signs up and pays for both days. Um, And there's not going to be any other way to get a ticket. You know, it's a great value. Yeah. So we want to do this. Like I said, it's to reward people who are putting in the effort to make our events as awesome as possible. And also want to make sure that we reward people who register early because you don't understand how important that is because it's a matter of, we have to get the dice and the trophies and all the things we're giving away. I mean, we're giving away what, seven, eight miniatures that day, giving away a copy of a, Blood Bowl team manager giving away dice, all kinds of stuff. Just, so, just, yeah, just imagine if you're if it cost you, let's say it cost you uh, four bucks to get in some dice for your tournament, which is under exaggerating. But yeah. let's say it's only four bucks, and you're running a tournament, and your entry fee is only a dollar. If you can get four people to sign up for that two months in advance, you can go ahead and pay for your dice, mm-hmm. and it helps out or trophies or whatever. So. If you know you're going to go to a tournament, and I understand if you can't afford to pay in advance, but pay in advance, it helps out the tournament organizers so much. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. So we're going to reward the early bird people, and we're going to reward everybody between March 2nd. I mean, we've always been a big proponent of people registering early. Right. Um, And then I guess that's pretty much it for that day. And we're also, um, we got fields ordered. Yes. From FF, FF Fields. Fields. Uh, Alex designed a great-looking pitch. I can't wait to get it. It is so awesome. And um, our team should look amazing on it. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, we tried to tailor the, the, the flocking and the, the basing mm-hmm. to go with it. Um, if you haven't seen the pitch and this is your first episode or you made it this long because it's unedited. <laughs> Sorry for you. Wow. You, you can find that over this on... This actually is a fluff, fluff-based podcast, but... Well, it's still kind of fluffy. Sort of. Kind of. We're fluffy. I am very fluffy. Yes. I'm what the ladies like is call a teddy bear. You're what the men just call a bear. Oh. And I'm what the men call a bear. <laughs> um, but you can go over to OklahomaBowl.com. That's O-R-C-L-A-H-O-M-A Bowl.com. And uh, you can see a picture of the field. It's no longer available through us. Uh, the cutoff date was a couple days ago, and you're too late with us. Mm-hmm. But you can go over to ff-fields.com, 
You can email Alex. He has the same field on file. He's the guy who created it, and you can order one straight from him. Mm-hmm. And we it won't you, be as cheap as what we offered. I'm sure. Eh, probably not, because uh, yeah, we got a bulk discount type deal. But it's an amazing field. It is a field that's designed, if we haven't talked about this enough last episode, it is designed that you can play end zone to end zone or sideline to sideline. Mm-hmm. We here, and we play most of our games in Steve's house, we play most of them on a table that we just do it sideline to sideline. We sit across from each other on the sidelines. But at tournaments, we'd like to turn the board the other way and play like everybody else. So this field is designed where the, your turn markers and your dugouts, they're not all facing on... Do not all on one side. Yeah. When you turn it sideline to sideline, you can see it works out really well. Yeah, it's awesome, and he did a great job. He, he designed the field exactly like we wanted it. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there, and I was contacted by a guy, I believe in Spain. Um. Anyways, uh, he found us through the NAF website. Oh, really? He was just going through different tournaments. And he actually saw us on Critter Bowl, mm-hmm. and he loved the different balls and how we did the weather thing different. And he contacted me, and um, you know the, he looked at other things, and we talked about the pitch and everything, I guess, oh, wow. elsewhere. Yeah. And he's like, I want you to design me a pitch. I'm, I'll probably need about 20 of them. And he immediately sent me graphics. And, of course, I'm wow. like, is this some weird – am I going to get a virus by <laughs> opening this? Because it went to my junk mail. And through talking to him, he never even heard of us through the podcast, surprisingly. Yeah. I was like, you must have heard us through the podcast? And he's like, no, I actually just comb – I try to make interesting tournaments. He said, here, everybody just does a standard build, and they just call it a tournament. He goes, I'm trying mm-hmm. to make the tournament's more interesting. So indirectly, our fluff or, or variants that Good. we try to do uh, reached out to another person, and he said he'll check out the podcast, too. Did you tell him to check out Spikey? Huh? Did you tell him to check the rules yeah, he, of Spiky? Yeah, he was. He looked through all of our stuff. He said he really liked all our ideas. If you like stuff. interesting, Spiky so, is interesting. I just found it weird that we found a guy through the NAF, not through yeah. the podcast. But that's great. That's you cool. Know. You just never know. So I hope if he's listening, and this is your first episode, they're not normally like this. No. <laughs> so I'm going to pass this on to Steve. So you have the rules in front of you? Or do you have them on your computer there? No, I don't. But... We, if we're going to go to Spikey, then we're going to save this segment. All right. We're going to be right back in just about four seconds. Now, that wasn't quite four seconds, but that hey, that works. It's All right. Enough. Let's talk about Spikey Cup, Steve. This is the one I did. This, if, if you don't like this tournament... <laughs> blame me. Blame Steve. And if you love this tournament, you can say that it was probably because I helped Steve... Yeah, I'm sure. ...edit the final copy of it. Uh, Spikey Cup is a tournament and a kind of a parody off of... The, the big Spike Magazine Award. Right. That's up in Canada. And it's a. Spike Magazine, you know, it's one of the major tournaments. And then there's the old star player, Spikey Norman. And we run the tournaments in Norman, Oklahoma. So we kind of put it all together. And since we had Oklahoma Bowl, then we figured the goblins were getting left out. So we wanted to do one that was. Much more wild and wacky and more goblin-like. Right. And our whole idea by running two tournaments over two days came just because there's so many people that said that, you know, maybe maybe we should expand it. Maybe we shouldn't. You know, maybe yeah. I would travel if it was more than one day. And mm-hmm. But we didn't think a lot of the local guys maybe could commit to two days. So that's 
while we broke this down into two separate one-day tournaments. So this is a Sunday. It hasn't been done before to our knowledge, and it seemed like an interesting thing. Instead of playing, you know, you can travel. Instead of playing one big tournament for two days, which realistically, if you lose four games the first day, you're not really too motivated to play the second day. Well, and if you're people like us, mm-hmm. me and you like to play different teams every time, whether yeah. we should or not. Yeah. You know, instead of sticking to just one team. Yeah. If <clears throat> if we go to 24 tournaments, we're going to be playing 24 different teams in those tournaments. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. yeah. So this was a good way to get in another tournament, mm-hmm. NAF approved, and well, we have a shorter day. This is only three rounds. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're just taking straight standings. There's a ton of different tiebreakers and stuff. Yeah, I'll say straight standings is kind of misleading, but well, it's it's based totally on points. On, on the points, right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to briefly go over this just because there's been quite a few questions over this tournament because it's a lot different than any tournament I've seen. Yeah, and it, it's kind of confusing only because you're thinking we made a mistake, and <laughs> exactly. we didn't. Um, I, I designed this to be weird, and it is. Right. Um, here we go. Uh, team Builds. Uh, you're giving uh, you're giving 1.2 million gold pieces to build your team, <clears throat> and then of course you can uh, buy rerolls and all that. Same junk as normal. Yeah. Uh, you can actually buy, but a higher number because I wanted people to bring in star players and dwarf, you know, death rollers and right. There's a reason crazy for this. Stuff. You wanted some yeah. chaos, uh, so you, chaos. you have quite a <laughs> 1.2 million. So it's a Big build, and then for your skills, you get six double skills, which means only skills that you normally could only get through dub- rolling doubles on your dice to mm-hmm. skill up. So that, for example, is if you had a dwarf blocker and you rolled doubles and you chose to take block, or I mean, sorry, not block, <laughs> <laughs> dodge to turn that dwarf blocker, which I don't know why you would, into a blodger. Yeah. So, Or if you had... Say an ice troll who can only get strength. Right. You now he has block. to take something that's right. You get blocked. It's more beneficial. Right. And something that's a little bit different than normal for the other positions. So this is an either or choice. If yes. you're a dwarf team, you can either take six double skills or three single regular skills. Right. And I did that to be different. I want people to take double skills because people normally don't. Right. Even if they have the option, they don't want to pay the extra money unless it's like, you know, I'm going to take leader on a thrower. So, for example, this might be like if you're a goblin and you normally, you know, now you can take, I don't know, you can. Take Mighty Blow. Yeah, you can take a bunch of Mighty Blows. Piling on. And have a, a, a bash team or guard, you know. That's what I want. <clears throat> and if you're a dwarf team, you can go, well, I'll take my three guards and just take a chance with it or. You think outside of the box and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I'll take some dodge on these guys that I normally wouldn't. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's kind of different, Steve. Yes, it is. I'm going to go through here and... Yeah, we've had a lot of emails already. It's like, is it supposed to be the other way around? Nope. <laughs> nope. No. That's right. That's exactly it. You actually gain more if you take the six double skills versus mm-hmm. the three. So. And since it is goblins... Uh, what is the most identifiable thing with goblins? Weapons. Secret weapons. So Not just secret weapons, but weapons. That's right. So here in this tournament, you must, it says you must, also pick uh, one spiky bowl secret weapon package. 
for one of your players. Uh, does it say secret weapon package? It does say secret weapon package, ah. and that's where people are probably getting confused. It should be not so secret weapon package. Right, and that will change tomorrow when I get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for one of your players. But it says, uh, note this can be applied to any player on your team, including players that have received skills or star players. Yeah. And bef- also, those six skills, you could put all six in the same player if yeah, you Yeah, I was going to go back to that. I just read that line. is There's no limit to one skill per player. So if you wanted to make a super goblin, mm-hmm. as long as he took doubles, yes, all double skills, you or, could make a super or goblin. Or all three single skills, whatever. Yeah. I'm all for If you want to put all your eggs in one basket... Give him all the skills and the, the weapon. Do it. Do it. Super War Dancer. Because you know what's going to happen? That other team is going to go after that one player. That's right. And that could uh, could work or not. That's right. Um, so we have, Steve has a list of what he's calling the not-so-secret weapons. And everybody, every team gets one of these, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, each team gets one free bribe. Right. And this, In addition to the weapons. And this does not change the limit on how many bribes a team can have. So if you're a goblin team and normally you can get two, you yeah. still can only get two. You just only have to pay for one. Right? This does not change the limit on how many bribes a team can have. Um, I'm sure. I think that's how it's worded. I think it's, yeah. I think Anyways, it's, right. it's on there. Uh, let, let's talk about the not-so-secret weapon packages. Yes. So one player. So if I have a slon team. Mm-hmm. I can kick one of these and put these on anybody. Any team. Uh, any team. Doesn't have to be Slon. Every single team. Any team. But I can pick one of these. So mm-hmm. first one up is grenades. So you get the bombardier skill with this player and no hands. Yes. Awesome. Chainsaw. Love this. Chainsaw with no hands. Awesome. Uh, spiky death gyro. That's a ball and chain skills only. The player will have its movement changed to three and their strength changed to seven. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love and if it. you're thinking, wait, isn't that overpowering? Like for a snotling? Yeah, go for it. Knock him down. He only has five armor. Exactly. Uh, Pogo stick of doom. That player would get leap and very long legs. Uh, the hooligan. He's a hooligan. So he gets a sneaky get and dirty player and the stab skill. Then we have the blunderbuss, which is hell Mary pass and strong arm skills. And then we have touch of chaos, which is hypnotic gaze. Foul appearance and disturbing presence. And then finally, the spiky helmet, which I love this one for Spiky Norman. He of gets course. Horns, because it's a horny helmet. Mm-hmm. And Juggernaut. Yep. Uh, these are not so secret weapons. So just remember that they will not get called out. Right. So if you do equip uh, a Death Gyro to a. Yeah, the ball and chain guy's <laughs> going to be with you. To a halfling. Game. That guy's, as long as he doesn't get knocked down to hurt, he's going to stay out there and. I'm pretty sure he's going to get knocked down and hurt pretty fast. Oh, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to hit him. Uh, put any one player, including any player that's received skills. Okay. But you can't put him on a star player. Star players cannot get a secret weapon package, but can apply to any one player on your team, including any player that has received skills. Mm-hmm. So you could have a ball and chain guy with block. Sure. If you wanted to waste your money that way. Yep. Or maybe not waste it. Maybe that's good. So that is very unique. I think it's a, a very cool idea, Steve. Thank you. Uh, you're we'll see to, how it works. <laughs> I'm not too sure about that, but it should be fun. You're allowed to use star players. You are also allowed to... There's no Highlander rules, so you can have multiple 
star players playing in the same game. Uh, scoring. I think this is interesting. Yes. Because and, I, to me, I don't see how goblins care about winning the game that much. So, well, I didn't. I don't really care about that that much. Okay, that's fair enough. So, how's the scoring work? All right, scoring. After each round, you'll fill out a game sheet based on the game just completed. All knockouts from blocking, fouling, crowd surfing, weapons will provide two points. Two yes. points every KO. Every single KO. So you add them up. So mm-hmm. if I had five guys KO'd. If you KO'd the other team five times, you get ten points. That can add up really quick. Yes, it can. All casualties from blocking, fouling, crowd surfing, weapons will provide four points. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. The only way that doesn't work is from falling from a go for it or a dot. Yeah. So anything that you do to cause a casualty, four points apiece. Yeah, if you're causing the other person to fall down, you get the points. If you did it because of yourself, you know, you don't. I got gotcha. you. So you're going to have to keep track of this during your game. Every oh, time yeah. somebody gets injured. Absolutely. But it's only three rounds. It's not that hard. You get a win, you get 60 points. You get a draw, 30 points. Loss, 10 points. Yeah, so that's going to be the same. However, if you end up getting 10 casualties and a loss, that's a lot of points. Because you probably knocked out a few people, too. Nice, nice. And then, of course, it has a lot of the same little bonus points that we have through Oklahoma Bowl. You know, you only lost by one, you earn plus two bonus points. You yeah. lost more than one casualty, plus two points, et cetera, et cetera. People can look at that. But there's going to be a lot of points awarded between these games. So you could lose the game, but you could beat up somebody. Mm-hmm. And you might still, you might not have that win, but you might have more points. Yeah. And at the end of the day... With this tournament, it's total points. Yeah, and it's only three rounds. It's only so. three rounds, so even a goblin team could squeak through here. I'm pretty sure goblins get something special, don't they? Well, let's go over that. Uh, there'll be no overtime played. Uh, tiebreakers. Goblins love causing chaos, cheating, and mayhem. If by chance there's a tie in tournament points, the ties will be broken in this order. Goblin team wins the tiebreaker against any other team. Yes. Uh, then, then we go to most casualties, most casualties plus knockouts, and whoever pays the organizer the most. Yes. And then a knife fight, goblin style. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we get to that goblin style knife fight. Pretty sure it's not going to, because once it enters paying me <laughs> off, I'm okay with that. Well, that's Because I'll be running that one, and uh, I will take bribes. Mm. In the true spirit of a goblin. If I can get my team painted in time by Rogue's... Rogue painting with Kenny. Yeah. I already have my team ready too, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Cool. Yeah, I will be playing Oklahoma Bowl, and Scott will be running it, and Scott will be playing Spiky, and I will be running it. So That's another reason to have two separate events. If you have two organizers, you can each kind so, of shift. So be off. really patient with me because I'm scared to death at Oklahoma Bowl because we're probably going to have more attendance there, and it's just probably. Scared. Well, I've screwed up the last two times, so yeah. people are used to it by now. Um, another note here in uh, this is. This is under the team building rules, and we missed this. Hmm. Uh, since Spiky Norman is a legendary goblin star player, all goblin teams get an additional plus 10 bonus points towards team standings. So right off the bat, if you're a goblin team, you get a plus 10. Yes. That's so, overall standings. That's not overall standings. So each at game. the end of the day, if you had 77 points and you're a goblin team, then you're going to get your plus 10, so you'll have 87 points. Mm-hmm. And that could put you over a, a place or two. And if that puts you in a tie with the other first place team that happens to be dwarves or something 
you win. Spiky Norman, he's such a bitch. Yeah. And uh, I think we have something special planned for that for a giveaway, too, but we'll have to see how that comes. Okay. And then uh, we have a special kickoff table for Spiky Cup. It's uh, You'll have to just read that in the <laughs> rules package, but there is a special kickoff for that. Yeah, we got time. Go through some. Let me go through a few. Give me a number. Two through 12. Five. Five. Double trouble. The receiving team sneaks an extra ball on the field. Unfortunately, they forgot the balls about the ball being kicked. The ball being kicked scatters as usual. Give one player not on the line an additional ball. Both balls are valid. First one across the score li- goal line scores and the drive ends. Give me another one. <laughs> um, I love that one. Uh, what's ten? Ten. Refs can't count. Due to either stupidity or bribes, the referee ignores each team as they sneak another player on the pitch. Each team may immediately add one player, if able, to their side of the pitch in a wide zone. Um, what's two? Two. Don't worry about it. The ref, oh, he's all tied up. He won't be bothering anyone this half. No referees for the rest of the half. Mm, seven. Seven? Uh, boy, that's what this, what, uh, I can't even speak goblin. <laughs> Oi, what's with this weather? Oh uh, yeah. I did keep make the weather change. Roll a D eight until it changes. And below there, there's a little special weather chart, just like the Oracle mm-hmm. bowl. That's D eight and stuff. Anything else pop out at you? Oh, I like this one. This is uh get the wizards. It appears some gets have decided to harass the probability probability wizards. No team, Leader rerolls, no team or leader rerolls can be used this drive. Right. So you can still use your skill rerolls, just nothing from right. the sideline. That's pretty good. But there's some other little fancy things here. So that's very unique and different. So and again, be a lot of fun. very chaotic. Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, a lot of casualties and fouling and hurting people. I like this event just because. Going into any Blood Bowl, like kind of a standard tournament, Oklahoma Bowl even, mm-hmm. I, and I know it comes down to the players and stuff, but you can kind of see that the top tier of tier one teams usually do better. Yeah. This thing you'd never know. If, I don't know. I mean, seriously, if you had a goblin team with all your weapons and everything else, maybe hired an extra troll, Yeah, you might injure enough people or get enough chaos that you could somehow pull out, I'm you, not saying first, but you could maybe get third or second. You might. I mean, you could. Two or three ball and chains on there. You could get three ball and chains. Mm. You can get, you could have um, a death roller on a dwarf team with a lot of skills. Yeah, you could. (laughs) And you get that bribe, so that death Mm -hmm. roller, you don't even have to pay for a bribe. And if you roll a two, you don't need to use a bribe. That's true, because the ref's gone. Mm -hmm. I think until the end of the half. So if you, if it was like three scores that half, you don't have to worry about it. Right, but yeah, that's true. So, a very unique tournament. I'm very excited, actually, to play in this. Um, I'm curious to see how it turns out. I am, too. Because um, this, I've always wanted to do a tournament that focused more on the fouling. and The chaos. Of, yeah, the whole... The blood weird, of the Blood Bowl and A side. lot of this goes to Bling Tooth. You know, the guys up there have been big on doing casualties and stuff like that. So, I kind of... We're supposed to do something about getting Blingtooth associated with the tournament, but... We are? Does Blingtooth want to come it. down? Well, this is the first time I heard about well, it. Well, I've been talking back and forth, and... You've been I've, talking with Tristan? Well, uh, everyone up. Oh, everybody. You, you're friends with I everybody. I talk with everybody. Oh. Because everybody likes me better. 
It's because he's changed the password on the email, so I can't get into it. So only he can oh, get yeah, it, well. and then people from strange, far-off lands can sell them spe- – not sell them, send him special dice. Well, I haven't changed the password. And, and postcards. I know you haven't changed oh, okay. the password. I was just acting like you were being <laughs> okay. mean. I was, I was, you fooled me. <laughs> no, you just check the email a lot more than I do. It goes to my phone. Oh. I don't have a choice. It bugs me if I have a notification. I've got to look at it. You and your fancy email and phone. Mm, technology. Technology scares me because I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anything else about Spiky Cup, Steve? Spiky Cup itself. Don't think so. Like I said, we, we might have a very special prize to give away with that. Something fun and goofy, as you can imagine. And I think the plan is still, if you play both days, and let's say... Say I play, um, I play Underworld, and I go, uh, I get third place on Saturday. Oh yeah, we did have an overall thing, didn't and we? And then on Sunday, if I play um, Pro Elves, and I go second, mm-hmm. we're going to take both those combined scores of the people that played both days, and we're going to have an extra little trophy for like an overall thing, aren't we? Yeah. And it's not going to be that big of a deal, but it is just some extra things to reward the people that are going to play both days. Yeah, if you go to the website, you'll see a. The black the story behind the Black Pelt Durin's Gold Championship Series, mm-hmm. which is also golf fluff related, the both down we, championship series BDCS. So we, we don't really run a tournament without some fluff, at yeah. least in our heads, so we can come here and sure wax our brains. And then this might be something we carry on to future years in association with Oklahoma, just to have two tournaments. Probably won't be Spiky Cup next year. It might be something different. It might be. We don't know. Just depends on feedback, guys. Yeah. Um, Most importantly, you know, we we run tournaments so people have a good time. If someone's not enjoying it, well, they can go to hell. But if everyone's not enjoying it, then we'll fix it. <laughs> I think everybody will actually have a lot of fun. It's different enough Yeah. that it, it will change the, the... And we give away a lot of prizes so people don't say anything bad about us. Yeah, we Even like, to, we, we we like to bribe people. Things. Hey, we got people coming from Utah. That's, that's we pretty give awesome. away a figure each round we give away figures in between rounds we've got a painted team to give away we've got a full game of oh yeah we're getting a street bowl pitch to give away right i think we're getting a championship field i don't know we'll We'll, see we'll find out let's make sure we have it before we say it but so yes if you're building your spiky cup just remember six double skills Mm -hmm. or three normal because that's where we had a few questions yes and the weapons are not so secret weapons right. that you're given. That's right. So it's good stuff. Yes. Any All other right. questions? Let us know. All right. You can you can email us at Oklahoma Bowl at gmail dot com. That's right. Hey, or pick. both down podcast at gmail dot com. Yes, that's right. And if you're coming to either event or both events, please send in your rosters by uh, March second so we can approve them and check them and believe it or not you th- might think that you can wait till the last second but even at Critter Bowl we had a couple errors mm-hmm. on eight teams so just it happens it's it's natural not a big deal so just and get those in you'll also get extra raffle tickets so that's Ooh. always a good reason to do it that's right and maybe some extra giveaways yeah. I, have, I have all kinds of stuff Steve's going to set up a kissing booth this is that's not a bad idea yeah We'll get Actually, we should cover that in our next segment. Okay. Shout-outs. We'll, we'll wrap everything up. But we're not having segments. This is all Well, just... we have sort of segments. Pseudo-segments. This is going to be a pause. This is a pause for saving. Oh. And now we're back with shout-outs. That was quick. 
it's a really nice just going straight into things. You like that? You just like going straight into things, like plowing right into it? I don't like gay going into things. Like what? He said straight. Oh. The opposite of straight is gay. Or when... crooked, but it's more funny. <laughs> or curved. Well, you were talking sexually. No, so I wasn't. You were making an innuendo. No, I was not. You know, that's what they call an Italian suppository. What's that? An innuendo. Hey, it goes in your window. Wow, that's great. Yep. All right. Class comedy. I apologize for Steve's bad humor. All right. So what do you got here? Some shout outs. The the final segment of this unedited, (laughs) but kind of edited podcast. It's close enough. You know, everybody's going to be begging for us to edit. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to realize that, like, when Johnny did... Zlurpcast, how much extra effort he put in when he put in like the little sound blurbs and all oh, that yeah. stuff too. And I'm sure it's it's one thing, like uh, Johnny always said, you know, it's one thing doing your own because it's yours, it's got your name on it, and you know, he had to edit uh, Zlurpcast Tactic Zone, which I can only imagine how. Just because he wasn't a part of it is yeah more difficult. Yeah, it's a lot more difficult trying to listen. For stuff and also listening for quality and right, but just like Zorpcast <clears throat> Tactic Zone, Zorpcast is gone too. So Johnny doesn't have to worry about this. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, Johnny. So things are ending in backwards alphabetical order. That's right. So three die blocks next. Oh, boom! Boom goes here, the boom. Here comes the boys from the south. Uh, what else? Was, I was going to say something oh. before all that. Well, whatever. I got my first shout out. Um, I. I'm going to be taking a Lizard Man team next year to Chaos Cup. You're telling everybody right now. Yeah, I've told them previously. Okay. Anyways, it's going to be Chaos team. <clears throat> not Chaos. It's going to be Lizard Man team to Chaos Cup. Okay. And I had already decided that before yeah. last year's Chaos Cup. Yeah. What mutations are you going to take for your your uh, skinks? You haven't even thought about that. I haven't thought about anything yet. Okay. Well, my first thought was I should get models. So I got some models, and I asked on the forums to get extra models if anybody didn't. Wasn't using theirs. And, you know, Extreme was nice enough to send me a whole team, basically, of converted, painted, right. um, plastic models. So right. that's really cool. Because I'm needing things to paint for sideline figures and to mod and just... And truthfully, you don't know which direction you're going with these. Because you have a GW on. Well, I'm taking the GW team. Okay. But I, you, I know that for sure. But you also are trying to gather enough to get, like... I want sideline figures. And, okay. And... Um, if they're good enough, then I can have, like, Lizard Man slash Slan team, sort of. Oh, okay. And right. just, you But know. you're getting some of the ones from Impact is what I'm getting at as well. What? Isn't it the, aren't you getting the, oh, well, the yeah. alligator team or yeah, whatever? Yeah, well, That's I ended up buying team. a Cayman team, and I didn't have all the the saltwater crocs, so I'm getting okay. those. Okay. But, but yeah. That's a Lizard That's, Man team. It is. I guess you could use them for Slon, too, if you wanted to. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, that's a, another one, but I'm definitely taking the GW, just because. Just because. I like okay. them. I've always wanted them. But, anyways, put a call out. Like I said, Extreme was nice enough to send some. And, also, Alexander Weiss of Toronto sent one. And it was awesome, because he, he I think he goes by Stymie on the forums. And okay. He's like, uh, I've got one, if you want it. I'm like, well, if you want to send it, I'll take it. But, I mean, 
you don't need to spend the money to go from Canada to America. He goes, no, no, it's cool. I'll do it. So he sent me one lizard man skink. I think it's really cool, though. It is super awesome. And not only that, since we are a fluff-based podcast, I just want to give a huge shout-out because of the fluff. First off, the package says, Steve Kilowog Campbell, that'd be me, and then it says head coach. Right. And You said package. You got his package in your hand? Yeah, I got Well, it's my package now. Oh, it's now your package. Yeah. But it came from him. Yeah, yeah. And you're holding it. But he also sent some dice, which was nice of him, some bling tooth and some hobble dice. Oh, did he send enough for, like, your co-podcast partner? He sent me some. He sent you some. But he's awesome. Because also he included a postcard. Stymie, stymie. Now, hold on. Now, hold on a second. Let me, let me tell you a story. Years ago, I was at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And while we all know that Silent Bob is Kevin Smith, the guy who, you know, did Clerks and the other movies and stuff. Yeah. He's signing autographs with Jay Muse, mm-hmm. who is just a friend who likes to do a lot of recreational drugs. Yeah. <laughs> a guy walks pretty up. Pretty much our relationship. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Without much. Without exactly. the drugs. And, so it's at San Diego Comic-Con before it like super exploded. I mean, it was always big, but, you know, this last. Back when there were comics. The last 10 years, it's like super exploded into all this movie stuff. But this was mid-90s. A guy walks over and goes, Oh, Jay, salt, Bob, I love your stuff. And hands Kevin Smith a giant box of comics. Here, you can have these. Okay? Now, Kevin Smith probably doesn't even he can buy his own. Yeah, number one. But Jay Muse, just like I feel like right now, is pissed. And he gets up and he goes, What the fuck? Why did Silent Bob get all the stuff? Where's some comics for Jay? Okay. So, Stymie, where's some dice for, for Scott Prime? Where? Well, see, the see, difference we're is a duo. I we share for we're, stuff. We're almost like married. No. We're almost. Almost does not give you bread privileges. Oh. Just well, the couch. Fine. <laughs> but yeah, Sadly enough, is... I've slept on your couch. That's true. <laughs> and I was not involved, so... Um, but I'm just teasing Stymie, although those hobble dice look pretty they awesome. They are awesome. But, uh, yeah, since I asked, he sent stuff. And also, he sent a postcard inside of it that was addressed to the only Lizard team at Chaos Cup 2013. And it says, Here is the poor, lonely skink. I hope you will find a good home further south. His name is Sonny, and he likes freshly sh- squeezed rainworm juice for breakfast. <laughs> How awesome is that? He didn't have to do that. He did not have to do that. He could have just dropped it in the post and sent it off. Say good luck. But no. And not only that, I mean, even the... He's got the Canadian NAF or Canadian spiky football logo Uh on there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It is awesome. It's that going that extra step, just putting a little bit more effort into it, that doesn't just... You know, make your experience better, but it makes everyone's experience better. So you're a satisfied customer. I was very happy. So Stymie, I'm uh, I, I miss not getting any hobble dice, but I would like to say that uh, I'm just kind of giving you a hard time. And number two, just know that Steve, because I know Steve, he will keep that package and that postcard forever. <laughs> that will never one day when he dies, and if I'm still alive from 
not eating all the McRibs mm-hmm. since I stopped eating those. If I come over and pull him out of his uh, hoarder-type house, that, that will still be around. I would like to state that my house is completely organized and not in any way order-like. <laughs> I know. People are going <laughs> to... But, yes, I do hold on to some things. <laughs> but you will hold on to that, won't yeah. you? Well, anything that someone sent us because of the podcast I've kept. You know, we draw drawings and So you're saying letters. if I need something out there, I should voice use this medium to voice what I, I need and see what I did not use this medium, sir. I use the website. Okay, well, how about this? Now, I, I do need some black NAF dice. So do I. And some of the off-color pink ones. So do I, but I'm not willing to pay what Steve would. So go to him first. I wasn't really wanting to pay, but eh, I'll pay. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm not like, color mine with like I'm a I'm not magic like some marker. other podcasts that finished, for got free. theirs. No, Chance got his, and I want some. Well, somebody else out there might have them and might really not use them. I'm sure they do. I saw some on the eBay, and... They looked funky, too. They, yeah, they did not look right. Well, that just happens. Speaking of... Yes. I am looking for, just in case anybody out there has one sitting around in their box and it's unpainted <laughs> or painted, I'm actually looking for some second edition ogres. Now, before you reach in your in your head or in your box or whatever... You Do know, not store Blood Bowl figures in your well, head. Okay. Before you think in your head and then go to your box and go, oh, I got that. I'll, get, I'll send it to him. I'll see if he'll buy it from me or whatever. I don't want the one that's Morgan Thor with him holding up the spike that's from second edition ogre. Isn't that Thragathor Ogre? Whatever. No, that one was the standard one that you see on eBay all the time. Is yeah, is as the old morgue, the morgue where he's holding his the just a one up. fist up yeah. with a spike. There's some other ogres. There's one that's just like standing there with a shaved head. There's one mm-hmm. with the spiky hair with his fist out, and then there's another one with his, uh, I believe it's his right arm out with a spike on the end of that. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of in a different pose, more dynamic than that standard morgue yeah. ogre pose. Uh, I don't know what their actual miniature number is. But if you have those and you haven't listed it on eBay because I can never win one, mm-hmm. I always get outbid just barely, contact us at both down at, uh, both down podcast at gmail.com yeah. because I'm looking for one of those uh, for my – at least one of those for a Chaos Pack team. And if you also – Minotaurs are actually hard to find. Yeah. Or it just seems like when I want to look for one, they're hard to find. So anyways – there's a guy in uh, England, I think it's England, somewhere in Europe, who always has some second edition ogres and minotaurs up. Yeah. And it's like, how do you have like 50 of these miniatures? So I'm trying to figure out if he's making them out of his basement or if he's actually like a legit guy that has like a bunch of them. I yeah. don't know. But I'm too scared to buy them from him. <laughs> okay. And shipping would be like $25. Yeah, shipping's a lot. So anyways... That's my shout-out on that. Oh, yeah, and if you have sent me figures before and I said I'd paint them and show you... He's lying. I will paint them. I just haven't got around to it. I will be painting soon. I have to. I have eight months until the... uh, Are you going to paint your own Lizard Man team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm painting them all. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I've got eight months until Chaos Cup, so... i got to decide what I want to play at Chaos (sighs) Cup if I go. Seven months. Crap. And get my You're going. Shut up. Oh, I don't know. Yes, you. I know. You're going. i got to play something different, but I don't know what I'm going to play. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to our friend Abigail over across the pond, as they say. And uh, we wish you the best on your personal journey. And we wish you success 
and everything you want to do. And Abigail knows exactly what we're talking about. And if anybody else doesn't, tough. Ha, ha. That's a shout out to Keeping them. secrets from fans. No, I'm not keeping secrets. Abigail knows who Abigail is. And I would hope so. Matters. That's all that matters to her. So yeah. there. Boom. Anyways, we love you and we wish you the best in your journey. So. I don't love anybody. Steve doesn't love anybody, but I'm I'm the lover of the group. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love it if somebody had those ogres from second edition. Wow. I, I kept trying to goad you into pony talk. I'm not doing it. Wow. Yeah, we got some less than positive feedback about pony episode last month. Did we? <laughs> Uh, I don't think they hated it. It wasn't us. bad. They just gave us a hard time. I'm not talking about it. I'm yeah. not even going to mention that word. Okay. All right. Anything else? Alex FF Fields coming through on the field is awesome. Uh, Kenneth Baker from uh, Rogue's Painting. Tom, Tom Anders on Impact. Impact. They're going to supply us some. And, uh, Hopefully, if we hear back. Yeah, Tom, answer your email. We just sent you a big order for <laughs> our tournament. Send us. Um, give us a reply, brother. Anything else? I've got some cool things to give away at the tournaments. Well, don't tell them. But I won't tell anybody yet. Don't tell them. Oh, I, I one last thing. Hmm. Um, even though I like to give him a lot of crap on here. Uh, the guys from Zorkast, uh, Extreme, he's doing a, th- a contest. I don't know oh, if yeah. we talked about this last podcast no, or not. No. He's doing a thing where it's uh, Pack the Big House. Uh, yes. He has a custom stadium and stuff built for his dwarf team. The the 40 Miners, who I hate because they're just a bunch of mutant freaks who eat <laughs> warp stone and uh, inflate their heads. Uh, all joking aside, he's doing a contest. Pack the big house. You paint a miniature that's a fan of the team or a non-fan of the team, and you send it to him because he's going to just feel his stadium. Yeah. I think this is a, a fantastic it's idea. It's an awesome idea. And I want to steal it eventually. Um, so we're going to wait about six to eight months, and we're going to do something <laughs> very similar for our league. Uh, but what he's doing is as he gets, and I haven't seen the, I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say 40 people donate, then he will paint a team and there'll be like a raffle for it. Or if yeah, 80, te- 80 people do it or something Scott like that. Scott doesn't know exactly, but you can go to Zlipcast forums. Right, and it's Zlipy also on uh, Talk Fantasy Football forums. But yeah. as the miniatures donated increase, he will also increase the prizes of star players and stuff like yeah. that. So it's a it's a wonderful idea. He's an excellent painter. So if you want anything by him. Yeah, and he's starting to take commissions at X Painting. Right. So we want to give a shout-out to him. Uh, I'm actually going to participate. I'm going to do yeah. a, a orc flag bearer guy that's going to have a naughty saying on his flag because he hates the miners like uh, this ginger <laughs> badger. And um, my daughter is actually participating, and she uh, picked out a, a vampire girl. So... I don't know why the yeah. vampire girl. Maybe well, she's my orc's girlfriend. Sure. Or he prefers them to be dwarves, but right. you know, he'll take whatever he can. He get. said come up with a backstory. So I told my daughter that this vampire has to be a fan of the team. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay. So she's anyway. a failed cheerleader. She got kicked out because she ate one of them. Something like that. There's sure. all different, you know. It's the fun of fluff. Make it as you want. That's right. So um, yeah, I'll be participating. I just got to. Find something to paint. I might let my two-year-old, who's going to be three years old in a month, paint a miniature. I bought an extra miniature for her to paint, but that it's going to be, be interesting. It's going to be awful. Yeah, it'll be awful. But I figure I'll let her slop some paint on there. I'll try to fix it up and say that she got in a paintball accident or something. <laughs> she blend Jeez. into the crowd. <laughs> She's a casualty figure. But so, if you would like to participate in, or have a hobby that dad or mother could do with the uh, father's. Uh, Father, 
your father. You could get your father to paint with you <laughs> or your daughter or son. It's actually a good idea just to kind of paint some miniatures together. We actually had some good bonding time with that. So yeah. anyways, so that's my shout out to extreme pack the big house. I think it's sell out the big house, sell out the big house. Oh, well, close enough. Same concept. I wanted to like get a, like a dwarf with a, giant like action figure head on top of it like a barbie doll head <laughs> but like i'm just gonna wow. i'm gonna spill my hate through the uh orc with the naughty saying on his flag makes sense yay all right anything else we've covered it all i think that's it we're unedited bigger longer uncut is this longer it's probably shorter actually shorter shorter uncut <laughs> <laughs> and we'll well, not we make sound any like an ad that. we sound like an ad on a bear bareback page or something what, what are the bear people on what 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 type of ad would be shorter <laughs> never mind <laughs> i don't i'm going somewhere we shouldn't sounds good all right let's call this one in or call whatever this one in. call this one in wow let's call this one done okay that sounds good all right if you want See, to follow us on twitter at both down or at Kilowog2814. Or you can follow myself at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y. This is Scott Prime and Kilowoggy signing out. Signing off. Signing off. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by CouchPirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. Boom Goes the Dynamite is the story of a young Ball State freshman who took a job filling in for the regular sportscaster on his campus news and earned himself a place in internet meme history. 19-year-old Brian Collins was a communications major who volunteered to fill in when the usual sports anchor from Ball State's Newslink at 9 canceled. The Nets won the last Sunday's matchup 94-85, which left the Pacers one game behind the Chicago in the seventh series spot. Let's check out the highlights. Brian the nice guy that he is, volunteered to fill in having never actually done a sportscast before. And while he started off good, eventually things go tragically, humiliatingly wrong. It seems last week player on, it seems every week that you have a player, he mumbles, oh no, stumbles. The Indiana Pacers are looking for a measure of revenge tonight. And seems to mouth the words, I'm so sorry. And at one point, tries ever so hard to reclaim his confidence with a half-hearted delivery of the iconic catchphrase that would soon catapult this video into internet history. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. While undoubtedly mortifying at the time, Brian probably had no idea what was soon to come. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for that look in sports, Brian. Yeah. The clip was posted to the controversial internet website, eBombs World, and soon it was being passed around through email links and forums worldwide. But like all good stories, Brian Collins' mortifying experience caught the attention of the real-world media, cementing his certification as internet gold. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Brian Collins. Here he is, Brian. Boom goes the dynamite Collins. Hey, tell me, where did the catchphrase come from? Uh, you know, college people like to have fun and things. Right, and one thing right. that we do is we have Mario Kart tournaments. Part of that is you create catchphrases. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Meanwhile, the world caught on making Boom Goes the Dynamite a regular catchphrase. Boom Goes the Dynamite! Oh, boom Goes the Dynamite! Boom Goes the Dynamite! <laughs>
Even Hollywood picked up on it, with mentions on the television programs Family Guy and Veronica Mars. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> Support came from everywhere, including ESPN Sports Center anchor Scott Van Pelt, who sent an email to Collins reassuring him, "If this is the worst thing that ever happens to you, life will be good." Van Pelt went on to adopt "Boom Goes the Dynamite" into his own repertoire, and Brian, well, he overcame his initial experience to become the Ball State NewsLink at Nine weatherman. In the spring of 2008, Brian graduated from Ball State with his communications degree and moved to Waco, Texas, where he now reports for ABC affiliate KXXV. In an interview about the experience, Brian once said, "Quote: The one thing I was proud of, I didn't just get up and walk out. I didn't die." I took it until the end. We should all be so strong because in the end, all dynamite goes. Will be the game three at three p.m. Which switching to Ball State men's tennis, it seems last week player on. It seems every week they have a player. The Indiana Pacers are looking for a measure of revenge tonight, and ended up doing poorly. Oh no!